It's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. Welcome back to A Day in a Life. This is Sean Dangler, as always, right here, guiding you through the cosmos. Yes, I'm here. I'm happy you're back listening to me. I'm sorry I'm a day late. I, I'm, I'm real sorry, guys. I... It's been a heck of a week, busy doing a bunch of different little things, trying to catch up on things, trying to get stuff done for the farm. Uh, guys, taking out loans blows. That's what I'm. Gonna, that's what I'm gonna say. Uh, taking out loans blow. Also, here's something I've always I've I've thought about that has annoyed me. It's I, I believe it's a generational thing uh, to me. That that's what it it feels like. It's the fact. That okay, actually let me it's easier to explain it this way. So filling out this loan stuff for my for the farm stuff, whatever. Blah blah blah. I obviously have to have my dad help me with this because I don't know all the specifics that are on this sheet. And so I went through the sheet and I, I kind of figured out I tried to fill out every I went through the whole sheet, kind of fell out what I could, like what I knew I could do. And then I also, in an email, I wrote, and my dad has a copy of this, so he would be able to follow along. And I basically had on page, blah, 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 form, blah, blah, blah. What do I do here? Basically, explain this to me. Essentially leading him to be like, okay, I'll just type the answers below. Because that's what I want. I, I, I don't want you to call me on the phone. And sure enough, my dad doesn't. All he responds to my email by is, I can talk at these times. And it's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a gun. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but I know that's a generational... I Like, older people... and You know, I hate talking on the phone unless it's like just a casual conversation. If I need answers to something, I can't remember what you say on the phone as well as of when you just send me an email or a text with the clear-cut message with the answers to each thing so much easier for me than taking I don't know more time out of my day listening to you and then having all the stuff in there I love my dad I do that's not the problem here my saying is when it comes to this type of stuff I get real annoyed (laughs) I do not like I like just nice emails and texts nice clear and concise answers you know what a phone call gets me not clear and concise answers not a fan (laughs) So, uh, that's that's essentially it for me on that on that topic. I wasn't going to talk about that originally, but I just brought me brought up you know thinking about that because it does annoy the hell out of me. What I want to talk about though is this is uh, I, I I I I've been doing research. I talked about the pol- politics stuff. You know, earlier I did some statistical work. You know, amateur, I'd say, statistical work. And as I was doing that, I one of the things I kind of became curious in is trying to see if income levels correlated to votes. I, it's too much work to try to figure that out. I know people do it. I don't have the time and the wherewithal to do that. So, you know, I did find a link and I, I found it interesting because it's a it's the Iowa Data Center. Anyone can go to this. This is not iowadanacenter.org. If you want the specific link, I can send it to you. I'm not going to go through 
like the all that dash blah, blah blah it's kind of a lot and would be annoying so if you are actually interested in this i will send that to you if you reach out if you want to look at this but i thought this was kind of fascinating and i just want to talk about it for a little bit is it's the median Basically, it's the median household family and non-family and per capita income by race. I don't know exactly how they got this information, but I figure since it's on the Iowa Data Center, it's fairly accurate for what it is. So if it's like completely wrong, you're like, I don't believe that. Well, take it up with the Iowa Data Center, I guess. But I'm just going to use it off there because obviously like local, like big government, like federal government statistics, you know there's a lot more out there but when you get to local like even the state of Iowa it's like there just isn't as much info out there about things and so and even if it is it's not you know as probably well done but what I found curious is and this this is kind of what led me to it is you know I was actually using it for another for the politics stuff but then I realized I was like hey like, I'm really curious because the, the thing that I've thought about a lot with politics, you know, I, I'm i not, you know, I, I voted Democrat more than likely the last two elections. Even, eh, 2012, maybe not. Whatever. Like, you know, that's been my shift, you know, because I do feel like the party encompasses more of my beliefs and almost more so the Republican Party just doesn't encompass anything I, I really believe at this point. I... I can see myself going back if it becomes more, I don't know, more open to <laughs> less hostile to things. And also, I'm, I'm sure with if Donald Trump ever, the Trumpianness gets out of that party, it'd be more, it'd feel better. But they, there's still a lot of work to do in that party. Obviously, there's a lot of issues, so it's not like I'm going to just Trump leaves them. It's like, hey, come, come back. But I'm not necessarily like full-blown democrat that's the thing I've, I've thought about that stuff plenty of times of about like maybe i should register as a well i have registered as a democrat to primary but i don't really consider myself like i'm bleeding blue democrat all day every day like i just i don't think that's that's good to believe one side is always right it, you should always consider the other side just one side i just happen to more align with more of the time right now but the reason i i, I like th- i thought about this is because you know, everyone's like, oh, big city, little city, city, urban, rural divide. That's that's always the big thing. It's like cliche to say. And that's probably, it's been the test of time. But it, it is true. And for me, it's more evident because I spend my time in the city and also in rural Iowa. So I, I get the best of both worlds or the worst. I don't know how you want to say it. But I, I, I see it all. And, you know, when I'm driving through, not necessarily like, you know, Waukee, like everyone refers, like if you're growing up in a small town, you're like, oh man, Des Moines, big city, great town. But they're not really referring, like they're referring to downtown Des Moines, but they're not referring to the housing situation in Des Moines. That's not what people are talking about when you're like, oh, I can live a nice, you know, middle, upper middle class lifestyle. It's going to be great. They're talking about Waukee or West Des Moines. Or Johnston or Urbandale. I live in Urbandale. I wouldn't say we're upper middle class, but we the west side of eighty thirty five is upper middle class Urbandale. We're we're middle class. I I mean I'm pretty sure I don't I haven't looked at the things, but that's what I would say. But we don't live in we live in a nice part of town, but we don't live in like the new builds. <laughs> Our house was built in nineteen thirty nine. So it's old. But no one thinks about that in actually the proper Des Moines proper. 
You know, there are part, nice parts. There's Beaverdale. Oh, man, everyone loves Beaverdale. Get me that brick house. We even looked in Beaverdale. But that fucking house, someone we looked at, the house we looked at, had the worst back backwash? Yes, the worst backwash. Is that the thing that's behind the, <laughs> behind the sink? I'm going to say backwash, and I could be entirely wrong, but that's what I'm sticking with. I just think of backwash. I think of, you know, when you drink something, it gets back in your drink. That's what I'm thinking of backwash. So that could be it. I don't know. We'll find out. Someone will tell me. But that's that's what I'm thinking of. I'm 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 thinking of like more like there's certain parts of Des Moines, mainly around the Drake neighborhood, that are not, you know, upkept as much. You know, it's it's because the income in that area is just not not as good. You know, and it's it's probably because of you know people are not finding jobs and and all the all types of things of that. Like there's a bunch of issues that are holding that part down. And there's other parts of Des Moines that aren't just near Drake that you can drive by. Even the part like where I where I live in Urbandale, we live very close to Des Moines. We are like literally a minute away from being inside Des Moines, a block or two away from being inside Des Moines. And the houses I drive by are not—they're not trash. Like none of these houses I'm saying are are mainly trash. Like I'm not going like oh, but they're not like nice houses. It's it's a house I would live in, but it's not like a house. They use, like, someone who is moving to Des Moines that's, like, got a good job. They're not like, yeah, let me live in this house. Like, that's not going to happen unless they're remodeling it and gutting it and all types of stuff. And the reason I bring that up is I think about my hometown of Traer, Dyser, Gutierrez on the realm of the real kind of, most houses, unfortunately, are kind of trash there, but... When I think of Trinidad Dyser, a lot of those houses, I'll drive to certain parts of Des Moines. And I'll be like, this? Or even like Davenport, some parts of Cedar Rapids. I haven't been through like Sioux City that much, so I don't know it that well. But mainly like Des Moines. Like, I, there are parts I'm like, this is my this would be my hometown if it weren't surrounded by a huge fucking city. Like this is like the kind of houses like this what's being spent on the houses. There's a bunch of random fucking cars in the driveway. There's just Weird uh, toys, things outside. The one isn't the most upkept. The house is, you know, it's fine. It's not falling completely apart, but you can tell it needs the siding. It needs a little TLC, basically. And that's what a lot of rural Iowa, like driving through most of rural Iowa, you go through towns. And the thing is, even when you're in the country, you see all those barns that are just coming down, you know, because people don't want to spend the money to knock it down or whatever reason, like, or to build new th- new things, essentially. Knock it down and build something new. That's just not, the money isn't there. And you see that in Des Moines, you drive by properties and you're like, man, they should try just knock that house down and rebuild it with something else. But no one has that money in that community. That's just not the case. And I, I've I've long been like, and, and that's come in more clear focus because I'm I'm thinking from a political perspective. If you're trying to align people from both parties, if you're just like, hey, put aside the the social stuff, you know, um, views on abortion, gay rights, whatever. I I do think gay rights stuff, you know, uh, gay rights stuff, but LGBTQ. There, that that would be harder, I think, for maybe the rural Iowa. Not necessarily. I don't think. I think in younger generations, it's not a problem as much. But the older generations, it's you know, it's just not something they're used to. That's why. But you you tie that in and you look at it from that perspective. A lot of, I honestly, a lot of social issues. I think in small towns are 
it's a very generalization, but this is this is my experience. I was never exposed to I was pretty much only exposed to white people and Native Americans. When I was growing up, I did not meet uh, Jewish persons, I think, until I think I went to New York City, which is very, um, very, <laughs> very stereotypical, I feel like. Uh, we did have a, I remember in elementary, we did have a cross training program with Waterloo students where we, where we, uh, we, we hung out. Basically, it was well, black students. That's that's what it is. I'm trying to think what it is. It was just like an exchange. Like some kids went to our school, some kids went to their school, and I think it was just to meet new people, basically, uh, from a different culture or different ethnicity, I guess. And LGBTQ, there. I mean, they're like after we graduated, more people came out, but no one at our school in like even high school was like, "Yeah, I'm gay." Like that. It just. It's small town Iowa. People aren't comfortable. I bet now if I went back, I'm, I'm sure it's a more uh, progressive than it was then for kids to be out. I would think. Because gay marriage wasn't, I don't remember, was that 2012? I mean, it was legal in Iowa at that time. But it still was pretty taboo. And it's still like, it still kind of is for people. Not me. But like, you know. I, where, I don't even know. I got down this path. But basically what I'm saying is, oh, this is what I'm saying. That was my experience. I just wasn't exposed to then. Once you get exposed, you're like, yeah, this is fine. Let people do whatever the fuck they want. I don't, I don't fucking care. Or like, oh, I understand your your story now. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not a black person. I don't get harassed by the cops all the time, and I understand that you do. So, like, I can, I can feel your story. If I, I don't have that experience, but you do. That's that makes sense. Let's let's try to help you. And that's that. That's the thing. I and I believe a lot of people. You know, they just don't leave the small town. That's that's also cliche, and that is true. Is it's just like they don't know. They only know what's around them. That's their experience. They don't understand other people have different experiences, and that affects them differently. So when they're not, they don't know about that experience. They don't. They don't care basically, <laughs> or they don't know. I shouldn't say they don't care, but they just don't have a reason to care because they don't know anyone like that. So it sucks that people are like that, but that's just what the human nature is, pretty much. I don't know, for me, I always meet someone, I always, this is like, when I play basketball, like, there might be someone I just, like, I just have to pick out to get myself going, I'm like, I fucking hate that guy, I just want to beat that guy at this game, the guy looks like a douche, I just want to, I want to shoot, I want to beat that guy, and then I meet the guy, I'm like, God, he's so nice, and I can't get ass up against him, because I'm like, I, I like this guy as a person, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna come at you, you know, I, I gotta find someone else to just dislike, to get myself going, like, that's how it works. So, that's <laughs> kind of a, a digress, digression? Yeah, I would say so. What I'm meaning to say is this. Is. I. Rural Iowa and. <laughs> and like proper Des Moines. There are certain parts that are very similar. And from a political point of view. If someone could make the case. And goddamn, I don't want to bring his name up because I find him more trolly than ever these days is Ben Shapiro. But he does make a point about this. And I think other people have. But I only know him because, God, I hate troll. I hate follow him. I'm just like, ugh, gross. I thought he actually was smart at one point, And I'm like, no, he's just... I understand he's doing the reactions because it gets him money. That's how you get paid. But it's still annoying. It is a point of like, hey, we need to focus... like. For Democrats, it's like, hey, we need to focus. If you're going to focus on rural Iowa, don't just focus on farmers. Focus on the people living in the town 
who are not making as much money, who are making just as much money or similar money to, like, the, the city of Des Moines people. Like, you can connect these two by the income and be like, hey, we have these policies, these government policies. Because, I, I don't know, in small town Iowa, you know, there's the stereotype, uh, we don't want the government interfering with our life. And I... I don't know how true that is. I grew up on a farm. I only think about farmers, and I know farmers don't want because they don't want taxes. So I don't know if rural Iowa is the same, but that's the thing is I think you can make inroads as a Democratic Party is if you're just like, hey, we have to illustrate how these issues, how the government can help you guys do better. Because the government, guess what? It's going to be like this for all of time unless we evenly move out everywhere. Are the big drivers of our economy are our metropolitan areas. They're going to subsidize our smaller parts of the state. The rural parts of the state, country, whatever. That's how it's going to go. I don't know how it can change, but that's basically like most of that, like the, the stuff. That's how it's going to happen, unfortunately, is that you, you got, or fortunately, whatever, you got to look out. The big guy, the big cities have to look out for the small guys. And if, Democrats, who are more pro-government helping out things, regulations, they need to illustrate that purpose to small towns like, hey, we're going to help you. That's what we're going to do. We're going to help you out. And this is how we're going to do this with these policies and whatever. Because they are very much so similar. And this is why I'm talking about the Iowa Data Center. Yes. <laughs> this is this is how I'm getting there. Is I looked up my small town... Uh, school I went to, North Tama County Community School District. I looked it up, and it, it divides the race, son of a gun. The, the link uh, pop, pooped out on me, but here we go. Basically, it divides it up. It shows the medium, I'm doing by the median household income, which is basically, I think it's the middle price, whatever. Just look it up. I can't explain it off the top of my head, but I, it's not the average. Let's just say that, but it's it's similar to the average, but not exactly the average. The median house call, and it divides it up by race and the total and the district, whatever. Uh, but here it is. In Nortama, and again, I don't know where to get those exact stats, but it seems pretty similar to what it is. But in in Nortama, where I went to high school, the, the, the for the total, I don't think I'm going to go through races. That's too much. Uh, it's $54,235. That's the medium. That's household income. That's what two... Potentially two people are making, I guess, one person. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess I could look that up real quick to see what household income uh, means. But exactly. Household income refers to the combined gross income of all members of a household defined as a group of people living together who are 15 years or older. So that's what it is, 54000 So just remember that number. It's about 54000 thousand dollars and i looked up uh i looked up uh what look at that that link i don't know why it refreshes on here all the time but apparently on this thing it does so i go up to i i move on i move on i move on to let's let's go to bcluw my my actually yes i'll go to bcluw which is school district not too far from north tama so it's a similar type of field rural rural iowa and there, there's about $62,000, $62,520. That's their median household income. And so I'm like, okay, like, that's similar. I like that. And then I just wanted to pull up, and this, this is where my point comes through with a Des Moines. 
is I'm like, okay, I wonder what Des Moines is. I wish I could go to specific school districts because, like, Des Moines North is, like, the poorest school, I'm pretty sure, in Des Moines potentially. But it's it's definitely in the poor part. You can kind of drive by the schools in Des Moines and figure out which ones have more money than not by looking at their athletic facilities. <laughs> that essentially shows you. Is how good is their athletic facilities? That's why when you go to the suburbs, they have a lot more money because all their facilities are more nice. But here we go. We go to Des Moines Independent Community School District. Their total household income for Des Moines, Des Moines proper, everybody who lives in Des Moines that's going to Des Moines Independent Community School District is $51,850. So that's less than rural Iowa. Des Moines, people living in Des Moines, majority of those people are less than living in North Tamman, you're like, man, Des Moines is a big city. There's a lot of cool jobs here. Not necessarily. I think the craziest thing is this. is that White is $54,972 in Des Moines. That's pretty much on par, just a hair more than what it is in North Tama. This is where it gets concerning. Is that black and African American alone household incomes is $30,814. That's insane. That is so much less. Like, and that's that's where you're like, yeah, they're and you're like, well, if anyone tells me that oh, they don't have good jobs or whatever, that's that's the problem. <laughs> the problem is we have to figure out how to get people better <laughs> out of poverty, out of that issue. I don't know the poverty line, but I'm pretty sure that's below the poverty line. But that's that's where it's like something's off there and it's been like that for a long time and we have to do something to help people in that situation i don't know what but it's definitely not like we should just let it go american indian alaska native i don't know how many of those are actually in des moines but it's twenty seven thousand one hundred two dollars same thing it's it's terrible that's really really bad and that's the thing i, I guess that's what shows it to me that it's like look at these two different yet similar school districts. One's a very small rural Iowa school. And one's the biggest school district in Iowa. And guess what? People on both sides are making the same thing. Like, this isn't... People are not as different as you think you are. We're all fucking poor. <laughs> We're all kind of poor. Or more people are more poor than me. That's what I should say. I'm not rich. I'm saying there are a lot more people in tougher situations. And that's that's an issue. Like, that that's a thing. Is This needs to be figured out better like and that's where people can come together and be like okay we can connect these dots to figure out that hey like we should all be on the same side we shouldn't think oh they're getting more money they're they're having a better life than me now when the income the household income's the same the issue for me is this is you go from the 54,000 the 51,000 of North Tama and Des Moines respectively now if you're from Des Moines maybe people outside Des Moines don't know this as well but if you the boominess suburb is Waukee. Sorry for the sniffle. Is Waukee. And I was like, you know what? And this this estimate, I should say, the five-year estimate, this is 2014 to 2018. So this doesn't even take into account the last two years. This is the most recent data they had. I was checking. They haven't been able to update it apparently since. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out if they're ever going to update it. I would love to. We need more stats. So let me go to Waukee. Waukee's total is $96,401. <laughs> 96 
thousand four hundred and one dollars. That's the total. Now, whites are ninety-seven thousand one hundred sixty-nine blacks. Or $78,667. Not so bad. Asians. Apparently a lot of loaded Asians in Waukee. It's $105,637. Like that's. That's so much more. That's 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 where the issue is. Is It's it's not a city or, or um, urban rural divide. It's a. High income low income divide. That's $40,000. They're almost a little less than double. In that district. Are making double making like money more than like that and that's not like that's that's the thing is why why do we have this issue and people make more money you can move wherever you want that's fine but the reason our smaller schools struggle and our education in there i had a history book that had bill clinton just being inaugurated as president like that's how old it was and and i you drive if and the other thing is, when I drive by these schools, like Waukee, um, West Des Moines, uh, Johnston, Dallas Center Grimes, whatever, you drive by these schools, they are nice schools. Like, they are new-build schools. I mean, the Des Moines schools, they're the original buildings. You go to North Tama, that's the original. Well, it burned down. the very original one. But all the small towns, like, that's the thing. I When I drive through small towns, I like to see the old school, if it's, they're still using it. It's cool from like 1912 that has a fucking boiler room. That's just old school. Because they can't build a new school because they don't have that much money coming in from all the wealth. And that's the... Like, I wish everyone could get a better education. But unfortunately, education dollars, I believe, are based on property taxes. I'm not sure. Someone can correct me on that. But basically, it's based on who's living there. And that's why... And that's the thing is when you open, if you're a student, you open and roll, your dollars follow to someone else. I'm not saying in Des Moines specifically a lot do that. But the people living in these areas, if they don't have a lot of income, the education for their kids are going to be that income. And that sucks. And I get, you know, if you're on the other side, you're like, I want my kid to have the best income. I need to send them to a school where, you know, I, I need to move someplace and pay better, you know, pay, you know, pay for my students and make get a better education by living in a better area. But that's why small schools, I mean, that's just urban flight, that type of thing. Like that's why the urban schools or rural schools, they don't have as much money because everyone who'd make more money just like, fuck you. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm out of here. I mean, that's, that's Iowa in a nutshell is a lot of people who graduated and then are just gone. I was looking at, I forget. I think it's on this Iowa data center. You can go and look, go by County and you can see that who's living in each County and you go to any rural County. It's just like, all right, there's everyone up to 18. Huge dip after 18. And about 35, it's like, okay, it starts growing back out again. It's like a bar tab. It looks like um, um, a vase, basically. <laughs> the, or uh, a womanly figure, you know? You do the the curve things, like two curves. Big curve, not a curve, big curve. That's what it looks like. And that's Iowa in a nutshell is that we have a lot of people leave the state because they're just not the job opportunities here. And that's what we have to work on, trying to retain people to stay. And if you're the Democrats, more than likely younger people stay if you have uh, or will vote Democrat. And so if you can get them to stay and not just leave for the big cities or leave for another city, that's the thing. That is the issue. Now, I just want to look at Waukee. I don't know how far this goes back. Um, so I'm, I'm heading all the way back to, 
Because Waukee originally was a small fucking school. Like, it wasn't that big of a school. But even doing this, this this website is old school. And I, I really don't know because some of the stats I play around with, I, and I'm, I'm a little hesitant. I'm like, this seems like I don't want to know. But, like, they wouldn't just put these stats up if they don't have anything. So something. Uh, just to go through real quick, I need to end this podcast soon because I need to go eat breakfast. I gotta go to work here, guys. But I just want to go to uh, just so you guys have some more reference points of urban schools. Waukee is definitely the one that's the biggest. If you go to uh, ooh, that is not uh, West Des Moines. I guess I can search it here. West Des Moines, West Des Moines school district. They have seventy three thousand as their total uh, median household income. Go to Urbandale, where I live is 74,000 go to Johnston I believe I looked up Johnston before Johnston is 92,000 old school old school old money that's what it feels like when you're there but that's 92,000 oh I guess I could go to Dallas Center Grimes because that's a booming one so I'll be kind of curious that's just 86,000 see it's it's getting big I guess I could go to Southeast Polk but I bet Southeast Polk is the lowest out of all of them. That would be my bet, guys. What are, what do we got? 80,000. I was completely wrong. Uh, but that's that's the school districts. That's what it is. I don't I don't think I have anything else. I just go check it out. The Iowa Data Center and I don't know, just search for household income thing if you want to play around. They actually have some cool things on here where you can kind of play around with some cool stats and learn more about your state of Iowa. You're not from the state of Iowa when you're listening to this podcast. I'm sorry. Oh, one other thing I wanted to do this. Because I was looking at, like, okay, Des Moines versus uh, the suburbs. You know, urban versus suburbs. <laughs> not really rural. But I was looking at that. And so, I was like, well, if you grow up in uh, northeast central Iowa, is that how you describe The Cedar Valley, that's better. If you grow up there... You're very well aware of Waterloo and Cedar Falls, and you're very aware of the dynamics between the two cities. About whoever I'm talking about, you know what I'm all talking about. You go to Cedar Falls Target, you go to Waterloo Target, there's a definite difference in the types of people. Um, Income levels, that's what I should say. (laughs) Income levels, like just different walks of life. Everyone's come from a different walk of life, and in those, you go to the two different targets, it's, it's, they are two culturally different cities. That's probably the best way to put it. Waterloo has a higher um, African American population. If you don't know, I believe I'm not. I'm I'm guessing, but I'm pretty positive on anecdotal evidence. Waterloo has a higher reputation. People are like, "Oh, you shouldn't go to the east side of Waterloo." You know, well, there's definitely some stereotypes of Waterloo that are out there that I grew up with. I know people that think that and it it isn't the nicest part but it's also like near drake neighborhood in des moines it's like yeah it's not the nicest neighborhood but i'm not gonna go there and get hurt like unless i'm doing something really stupid i'm not that worried there i guess for a woman any woman who's out at night anywhere that is an issue but for me like i'm not would i go there like through like super late at night if they're 
maybe not, but I'm not like super kind of, I'm not driving through the neighborhood. I'm like, I'm going to get a gunshot in my car. Like that's not going to happen night or day. But that's what like Cedar Falls and Waterloo. Cedar Falls is all nice. Got you and I there. It's a it's a nice town. It's a nice. I like. Well, I do like Cedar Falls. So I pulled it up, and oh son of a gun! Why are you doing this to me? And, but I'm not a fan of this part of the uh, the school of the um, how this works. This is a fucking computer really. Part of my French. Pardon my French. Wait oui, wait. Oui. Okay, so this is what we got. We look at Cedar or Waterloo, Iowa is $47,843. That's even less. That's less than what it is in Des Moines or even Trey, which would make sense because Waterloo doesn't have as nice as good of jobs. Cedar Falls is $61,000. 61000 That's a $14,000 difference in household income. Black uh, people in... Uh, Waterloo, $28,149. American Indian, Alaska Native, $23,750. That's a big discrepancy. Again, that's an issue that it's always been an issue and people need to keep working on that issue. I do look at this. This is why this website, I'm a little skelter, helter-skelter on it. Uh... You look at the Waterloo one, and it says the margin of error of the estimate. White, about $1,600. Black, $28,000. You go to American African, American Indian Alaska Native, $20,000 margin of error. So that's where I'm like, I, you know, I don't think these are the best stats, but I do think they give an overall representation of what's going on and what needs to be done to even out, whether it's changing how we fund our schools whatever like it, it's an issue it needs to be figured out and i think that's all i got that was the longest podcast i've done by myself for a long time uh, not quite my three at my one hour talk shows that i used to do in college oh boy how did i do that because i had too much time on my hands that's how i did it but that's it guys thank you so much for listening if you found this interesting let me know um I, if you want the link just let me know and i'll send it to you because i i did find it there's a bunch of cool stuff i think you can kind of play with and look around otherwise yeah if you enjoyed this i can try to keep doing stuff similar to this or whatever i thought it was interesting but besides that i hope you all have a wonderful week thank you so much for listening tell people to like and subscribe whatever you gotta do i, I appreciate the 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 listens that's what it is. My name's Sean Dangler. Thank you all so much, and have a wonderful, wonderful day and week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Pandering Talk. If you got any questions, concerns, or comments, just hit us up on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, all under The Pandering Talk. Thank you, and have a wonderful day.